BAM Radio Network. My biggest objection to homework is that you don't know who did the homework. You don't know whether parents did it. You don't know whether their friend did it. You, you don't know whether the student invested in anything. Homework adds nothing to learning. Students are not learning when they're doing homework. The best kind of homework I feel is the student does their own work to extend their own learning without having to be told. And they're following their passion rather than being assigned. Welcome to EdChat Radio. I'm Tom Whitby. Welcome, everyone. Today we have with us Nancy Blair. And joining us tonight for the first time, another member of our EdChat team is Jerry Blumengarten. We had a very interesting EdChat this week. And the exact question was, more and more studies are cropping up with a negative slant on homework. Uh, are we holding on to homework because of culture or habit, or is there a real belief in it? And that, that's something that, that people have been asking for, for a very long time now. But we do have more and more uh, research studies are coming out saying that homework does absolutely nothing for learning. Probably the foremost authority on this is Alfie Cohn, who's not with us tonight. But Nancy, why don't you uh, kick it off with some of the responses that you had gotten on it? Well, people in the chat took quite a range of attitudes. There were people on there who still believe in homework and the value of homework. Um, but by far, the majority of the people um, have negative views toward homework and seem to believe that it is just the way it's always been is the reason we continue to give homework and that there's a lot of parental pressure to give homework. Uh, that. Some people talked about how there's so many things to cover in the curriculum that that you have to give homework in order to cover everything. And many people also mentioned the school policies that, that are in place that in some cases force people to give homework. So it, it was a wide-ranging conversation, but about halfway through, it really started to touch on grading practices. And I personally don't think you can talk about homework without talking about grading practices, which is another ball of wax. Yeah, I would agree. Jerry, what was your angle on this? It's interesting. You know, I was uh, in a system where we had it, we were required to give homework every night and we had no choice about it. And if I was doing it today, I'd have a whole different slant on it because I really feel we have to really rethink homework. And the best kind of homework I feel is the student does their own work to extend their own learning without having to be told, and they're following their passion rather than being assigned. Yeah, Nancy well, summed it up very well because we have the parental uh, pressure on us to uh, to give the homework, to have kids have textbooks, et cetera. Well, that's, once again, that's, that's what everybody has known. That has been the system. Uh, oftentimes, teachers are, are judged by parents as to how much homework they give. If you give a lot of homework, you're a good teacher, which is, it's not really true, but that's what some people believe. I have a problem trying to figure out why people need more than 45 minutes a day, five days a week to teach a subject. You know, to my way of thinking, if you're planning things properly, you really don't need much more time than that. And and, and time to these kids is very important. I mean, if, if let's say every subject required 20 minutes worth of homework by the school, if a kid has got six or seven subjects, we're talking about two hours. Now, when you think about a kid's day, they, they get into school at 8 o'clock in the morning. They leave at 3. Many are involved with extracurricular activities that take them up to about 5 in the afternoon. So if they're home at 6, eat dinner, let's say they're done by 7, two hours worth of homework, it's 9 o'clock. And then, you know, how much time do they have before they have to go to bed? An hour? Oh, I, uh, it, just, it just drives me crazy that, that we don't respect the time for these kids because it, it, their, their downtime 
in, in, in some cases can be more important than the, the time they're spending on their studies. I totally agree with you. And so we don't realize that some of the students I had in the inner city had responsibilities to take care of their younger siblings and whatnot because they were single-parent homes, and a lot of the duties, you know, uh, they had to take care of. And they were piling homework on top of that. And we don't give them any time to relax and, as I said before, follow their own passions. Well, and homework is one of these issues that really is impacted by the the home environment and in some cases you have no clue who did the homework so if it was essential to practice and the parent is the one who sits there and tells the kids what to write down or i've had cases where they actually do it what was the point of that well we know that formative assessment is a very big part of learning and today formative assessment more and more is coming in the form of feedback and when we say feedback we're talking about teacher feedback to the student now, if a student is doing work at home, they're not getting any feedback from the teacher. So let's say they're, they're, they take the wrong path on their homework and they're doing it completely wrong. No one is there to correct that situation at that point. Well, I did an action research with a faculty because we were having issues with homework, uh, particularly in the area of math, where we had some math teachers who were giving tons and tons of math homework, and you couldn't convince them that they're that it really wasn't necessary to give quite so much math homework. And so I divided the faculty into thirds and I taught a lesson on how to solve cryptograms. And one third was assigned required homework that needed to be turned in by nine in the morning. And another third was told that they had practice items if they felt that they needed more additional practice before the quiz the next day, that they were available for them in their packet. And the third group stayed with me and we did some... Um, some guided practice. Uh, I supervised their practice, circulated around the room, addressed any questions. They came the next day and they all took a quiz on how to solve a cryptogram. And, and interestingly, <laughs> the people who had the required homework by far failed the, the, uh, abysmally. Just a few people passed. The optional people did better. And the guided practice people, only two people out of about 23 failed and everybody else passed. When we left the initial meeting, I walked out in the hall and the, the teachers with homework were clustered in the hall and, and somebody had done it and they were all copying each other's papers, just like kids do. S several people did say we that they feel that we still assign homework just because we've always done it that way. And uh, the parental pressure is, you know, there should be homework because they always had homework, so there should be homework. Yeah, and that's part of the, the you know industrial form of, of, of education. That's the way it was established way back when. So that's what we do now. But but just because we've done something like that doesn't mean we have to continue to do it. Especially when when now more and more research is coming out saying that their homework adds nothing to learning. That students are not learning when they're doing homework. Another thing that comes in is the, the whole idea of copying. What's the sense of giving homework if when you walk through a study hall, or you walk through a cafeteria, or even in the hallways, students are copying other students' work because they have to have it. They have to have it to show the teacher, but they don't necessarily have to do it. They just have to copy it. That's kind of counterproductive, I think, at that point. You know, what is it we're teaching our students at that point? What are they learning from that lesson? My biggest objection to homework is that you don't know who did the homework. You don't know whether parents did it. You don't know whether their friend did it. You, you don't know whether the student invested in anything. 
And immediately following that concern is the inappropriate practice. If you have somebody who doesn't know how to do the homework and they do it anyway, then you've just, particularly in math, where you have a lot of problems of the same type and you don't know how to do it and you do them all wrong, all you did was practice the wrong way. Now, one of the people in the chat brought up that that they made the analogy that this is like running or a marathon runner or any other sport that uh, that you have to practice in order to get good at it. And and I'm not sure that analogy carries through appropriately when you apply it to whether you know how to do something or not. I just wanted to add one thing, um, but we're coming to a close. So, Jerry, any final words? If you'd like to read more about this, check out my homework debate page. I have a lot of Alfie Kahn uh, articles, et cetera, on there, both positive and negative to the homework uh, debate situation. And you can find it at cyberman.com. Okay. And Nancy? Well, I think that homework is a subject that schools need to talk about, and too often they don't talk about it. They leave it up to individual teachers. And so this is a debate that will have to happen in each school. And if we're going to say education needs to be research-based, then we need to start checking some of this research regarding homework. Yeah, it's great to say it should be research-based as long as we pay attention to the research that's out there. You can't have the research and then just not pay attention to it because we want to keep doing things the same old way we were doing it before. Well, anyway, I want to thank both uh, Jerry Blumengarten and Nancy Blair for joining us today. Thank you very much. You've been listening to EdChat Radio. I'm Tom Whitby. This program is produced by Accretive Media for the BAM Radio Network. Thanks for listening.